Welcome to the Inner Game Academy podcast, a show where we help you overcome your fears, boost your confidence and give you the best chance of becoming a professional footballer. If you're a young footballer looking to take your game to the next level, this podcast is for you. Whether you're struggling with nerves before games, finding it hard to recover from setbacks or just looking for ways to take your game to the next level, Luke and Rob have you covered. So join us each week and let us help you become the confident, fearless footballer you were born to be. Listen up, we've got some massively exciting news. Our brand new six-week Pro Accelerator program is starting very soon. If you want to improve your confidence, overcome nerves, have the best chance of becoming a pro, this program is not to be missed. You'll have six weeks to improve your game on and off the pitch with guaranteed results. During the program, you'll be coached live by me and Luke, mentored by current pros, and you'll have exclusive access to our brand new journal and workbook, which you'll be doing sessions on. How to get over negative thoughts, how to get into the zone and stay there, how to gain, protect and to keep your confidence. Limited spaces are available. Apply now at www.innergameprocourse.com. That's www.innergameprocourse.com. Hello and welcome to Inner Game Academy podcast. I'm Rob Blackburn. I'm Luke O'Neill. And today... We're going to talk about a question that I had yesterday that absolutely stumped me. So I was on the phone to one of my clients and he asked me a question and I said, actually, I have no idea. So I wanted to talk about it with you and discuss it on the podcast because I think it might add value. So this is the question that he asked me. So we had an hour's conversation and right at the end, he asked me this question. Is confidence the most important component to performance? Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I was like, "Wow, I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know if I don't. I don't know. That stumped me. That stumped me. Like, I need to speak to Luke about it. But I thought, you know what? Instead of speaking to you private about it, I'll just do it on a podcast. So you haven't even teed me. You you couldn't even give me the kindness to drop me a WhatsApp. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but it done me. Absolutely done me. So I'll, I'll I'll say that again. Ready? Is confident the most important component to performance? Confidence, most important component to performance. What do you think? I'm going to be bold. I'm going to be bold here and go 100% yes. <laughs> and that's the end. That's the end of the podcast. We are done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just just thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking. Instincts just says 100%. Mm. Like not. Not I, I, not even, nothing else pops to mind than that. And the reason for saying that is, again, we've got to go back to the definition of what is confidence So, and how you get confidence. So we've talked about it in recent podcasts and I'll briefly briefly just go over it is we, we used to talk about what gives people confidence. And what I used to say is I used to say confidence for me comes from an action. So if I did if I went and did something successfully, it would give me more confidence. Mm-hmm. If I went and did something else, if I completed a pass, it would give me confidence. I'll complete a long pass, it would give me more confidence. I'll bring a tackle, it would give me confidence. But as soon as I made a mistake, such as losing the ball, a pass goes short, I would have less confidence. Uh, my man would then go round me, I'd have less confidence. So if that sounds like you and that's your relationship with confidence, that means your confidence is 
outcome orientated. So far, so 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 far, so good. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, if you have that relation, that sounds like that means your relationship is very outcome orientated. So, if you have that relationship with confidence, it means you're going to be forever up and down with confidence because a game is very up and down. You can't complete every pass. There's things out of your control. Your confidence is just going to be up and down. If that sounds like you, then it sounds like your relationship was very similar to mine with confidence. And you're going to be very up and down. You're always going to be searching for confidence. And there's never going to be an answer because your your confidence is based on something that's sometimes out of your control. Sometimes we can't have 100% pass completion if someone moves at the last second. So I then spent a lot of time redefining my confidence. Like, What is confidence to me? So confidence is my relationship with failure. because Confidence can't be based on something that can just go in a click of a fingers by giving the ball away. You can't just let it just go like that because if you get two, three passes away, our confidence is going to be on the floor. So again, our confidence is our relationship with failure. So if if you do something good in a game, your confidence is always going to be high, but it's the relationship with failure in terms of what happens when you give the ball away, when things don't go for you, when an opponent scores, if you're a defender and the opponent scores, you're a striker and you miss. You know, the most important thing is your relationship, your your relationship with failure. And that is how confidence is now based. Because if if your confidence just goes every time you fail, then that's not confidence. That's just uh that's just hope that everything goes well. And that's not that's not football. It's so up and down. So for me, football is all about your relationship with failure. You know someone scores you lose the ball you get counted on you make a mistake you get the wrong bit of information how you react to them moments of you know perceived failure when things aren't going that is critical for a top top footballer when things aren't going for you do you then still make that dangerous pass do you still go for the jugular that for me and that's why for me i will say confidence is the most important thing for football. More importantly, to rephrase it, your relationship with failure is the most important thing when it comes to football. And that's why relationship with failure and confidence, I put them in the same bracket. But that, for me, is the single most important thing when it comes to football. Yeah, so I just read this. So what is the real meaning of confidence? Confidence means feeling sure of yourself and your abilities, not in an arrogant way, but in a realistic way. Confidence isn't about feeling superior to others. It's a quiet inner knowledge that you're capable. Confident people feel secure rather than insecure. Yeah, but again, you feel secure when... It's it's a real hard one because you're not secure. Then if you give a pass away and then you feel insecure, then again, that is not confidence. So being secure is when you give a bad pass away and go, that's okay, I'm going to do that again now. That is pure confidence. You, mm-hmm. you can't say you're a confident player if one mistake kills you. So yeah. again, it's, I know it might sound like a play on words, but it's not. Like, it's a whole different mindset. So how do you get that security? Well, it's your, the way I do it now is, I, I, I've, I've mentioned it many times, people must be sick of me saying it, I judge it based off intentions. So I uh, let me think of an example. So I played a game, I played a game yesterday. And I went and played, I played two passes to the same player and they both left short. One led to him getting a yellow card. And me five years ago would have less confidence because Mm -hmm. 
I have an outcome. I wanted the pass to go to the midfielder. I left them both short. It went then to the opposition. So my confidence levels would drop. But now, because I based my game off intentions, my question I was, my, the question that went through my head when I gave it away was, was that the right pass? And I've watched them back and they both were. The only thing I did wrong was I left I left a little bit. I, I just didn't play each one hard enough. One was with the head, one was with the foot. I left both passes short. That was it. So that was my, that's the thing I learned is I just needed to put a bit more, but the intentions were correct. So in terms of what you just said, your definition of confidence, I, I, kept that I was just reading it up of what I, I agree with well, you. But, yeah. But the thing, what you just said online, did I keep that security in myself? Of course I did. Because mm. all it was, was I under hit two passes and the security stayed there. So when the ball then next came back to me, I did the same thing again and I just put a bit more on it. But me at the past, I wouldn't have kept that security because what I would have done is gone, oh, I've left that short. Oh, I don't really want to play him again because I've done that twice now. I should probably play a bit longer. I'll go backwards now. In reality, I'm like, okay, well, what's my process now? And I think the process is important. I make a mistake. The first question that comes into my head now is, was my intentions correct when I make a mistake? And I go, yes or no? If I go, yes, it's like, okay, well, my intentions correct. What do I need to do better? I need to play it harder. If my intentions were wrong, it's like, okay, well, what what could I have done better? Okay, I'll do that next time. So I have a process in place to keep, again, I know it's not your definition, but to keep that security, I find a way of drawing from it, not letting my ego get in the way. I just see it as black and white. Were my intentions correct? Yes or no? Because me and the past would have gone, he should have run towards me. He should have got there quicker. Mm-hmm. And and once you try to justify it to protect your own ego, and again, blame. is that real is that really confidence? No, it's more of a protection and it's not real true confidence. True confidence is making a mistake, owning it, yeah. and then having the ability to then just go and do the next thing. Whatever happens next, just go do it. Um, but listen, it's hard because I've been there where a mistake. I've been there where a mistake used to kill my confidence and you could go weeks, months without confidence as well. Um, but conf- there's a there's a fine line because doing stuff does give you confidence. And if you keep making a mistake, keep making a mistake. Yeah, it's a belief system. Yeah, it can be a belief system it's, it's as well. System. So another one, I choose, choose another one. The actual definition of confidence, the feeling or belief that one can have faith or, re- or rely on someone or something. So the feeling or belief, that's what it is. So it's a fit. Fe- you think confidence is a feeling, isn't it? Right? Confidence is a feeling. Yeah. And that yeah. comes from a belief system. So now what you said there, and it reminded me of a conversation that I had yesterday, and this is really good. It, it relates. So it was with someone who's actually a, a, is in business and he's about to do a new business venture and he's putting everything on the line. So it's always about risk reward, right? So, which I love. So the people who take the most risks normally get the most rewards. Now you don't take a risk, you don't get the rewards. And he said, and this is where confidence comes from. He was like, even if it goes wrong, I put everything into it. I know I'll be okay. And I was like, yes, that's confidence. That's confidence in yourself. Even if it goes wrong, you'll know you'll be okay. And you've got the tools to deal with it. Yeah, I think it. I think it's good. He's got like a a, a nice system or, or a mantra that he's put in place. Because 
the thing the thing with me is it's really easy to talk about confidence when you're in a place of confidence mm-hmm. and that's like listen that's where i am now but like if i if i was to go back for example start the season we get promoted we're now in a championship where does confidence come from come from me because i'm now playing a league that i haven't played before so how do i have confidence in the fact that i can succeed at that level and obviously then i i didn't i didn't get picked for the start of the season so then the the narrative is okay well i have this unsure belief system of whether i can fit in at this level did you have that, that? Could did you all... think that at the start so did you think that when you because obviously you haven't given yourself evidence yet so you're going up a level playing at yeah. a different level so you you're questioning yourself did you think have I got the ability to play at this level? Did you question yourself? Yeah, you know, yeah, I questioned it. So it's like, mm-hmm. obviously, if you've got no evidence that, you, you know, if I I want to play Premier League, if we get promoted, when we get promoted, mm-hmm. see that, when we get promoted, <laughs> um, put out to the universe, <laughs> will it be the same process again? Well, how do I have a belief system that I can play in this league? And I had it when I went up to the championship. I if I've never played there before, then where's the belief system going to be for a league that I've never played in before? So again, where is the confidence going to be sky high? No. Added to the fact that you don't get picked for the first few games of the season, you can then, you're creating a narrative. Well, he obviously doesn't believe I'm ready for the championship. I don't believe I'm ready. And before you know it, there's, there's, and you add a few stories, maybe from social media that, which I had loads of Luke's not a championship player. Let's get rid of him you can start to create a narrative and you can start to believe it. So again, there's a belief system like confidence is a belief system. You're now, you're creating a belief system to have no confidence. So again, the words and the language, and how did I get over that? Well, you just, and it sounds really simple, but you just do. And it's like, okay, what? so what happened was I actually came on 10 minutes into a game versus QPR uh, at home. And at the time, zero confidence, zero belief, that I could play at that level because of what the narrative I just said. I had no belief system that I could play at this level and I didn't start the first few games of the season. So where is the confidence going to come from? So the thing that that worked for me is, okay, I didn't argue with the fact what I was feeling, which I used to do. I shouldn't feel this way and getting more of a model just by trying to think I shouldn't be thinking them things. I went into that game going, hey, I've got no confidence today. I've got no belief system in place, but I'm here. And I'm going to go out to the game with with no confidence. And that's how I felt. I didn't try to fight the facts or lie to myself. I just like I, I don't have confidence today. And and then I came on into the game 10 minutes later and I was like, well, what have I got to do? What what simple things can I do to focus on? instead of focusing on the fact I've got no confidence? What's the task in hand? What I need to do? Why well, I'm a defender. So I needed to what things can I physically control? Why well, I need to think about where I position myself, how much I run, how much I communicate. So I was like, right, I'm going to communicate with the people around me. I'm going to position myself in the best position that I think, and I'm going to try and make the best decisions I can. And before you know it, the game starts and you might get the ball once or twice. I actually gave the ball away quite early on and it kind of goes, oh, I've got no confidence again. And it's hard, but then you just, you just do. And that's what I did is like, right, you just, and again, it's going against what I said at the start. So it's, it's, I, I can I can hear how counterproductive it is, but I'm going through the process how doing something actually gave me confidence. 
And I think maybe talking out loud now, confidence is a process where it first comes from doing. And once you do it enough, which I did in the championship. So listen, I'm learning as I'm going here. So I had no belief system. I just went and did it. I played through that. Okay, I had no confidence, but I can still go make a decision. I'm still going to go make the best decisions I can. And I did that for quite a few games and the confidence was built up and built up through doing. And then when I got to a stage where I knew I could do it at that level and I had proof of it, I think I then switched probably to where I am now, where I knew I can do it. I've got that to, to draw from it. And now it's like, okay, well, when I do fail, I have no confidence. I have my processes in place, which are I make a mistake now. It's more it's more not outcome orientated. It's more, okay, what's the next decision? But I think I've used both. So even at the start of the podcast, I was saying it's it's not process orientated. Well, maybe it was for me. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going back on what I said, and it's hard because I said at the start, when you're talking from a place of confidence, it's quite easy to dismiss and eradicate parts of the learning process. But sometimes by doing does give you confidence. But then now my relationship is now with failure. So now, because I know I can play at this level, it's like when I fail now, I don't get confidence from doing, I get confidence from having a better relationship with failure because that for me is now the key. So maybe I've been on a journey and I'm I'm still learning about it. I'm talking out loud. I'm, I'm piecing it together, but um, yeah, that's so that's, this is a weird. It's great doing yeah. this podcast because you're learning at the same time and it's asking a question and then you're kind of learning about yourself. It's really interesting. And people can see that process of you thinking, which is really cool. I really enjoying it. It's great, it's great fun to listen to. I'm not because I'm tangled up in all sorts of web. And I'm like, <laughs> That's what I said when he asked how, that question yesterday. I was like, wow. <laughs> how have I, I got to the stage where I started talking about what I shouldn't do? And I ended up going, actually, no, it's the right thing. To do. And that's your... <laughs> That's that's the wonderful thing is like listen I don't have the answers. No one does. I'm finding no one does. Yeah, I'm finding a process that works for me, and mm. I I talk about it and I vocalize it because, um, because one I'm learning, two people might connect with it and offer me an alternative, but three, like we just said there, I've kind of and this is where I always I I try to have an open mindset so open that i just gave an argument and counted it myself and proved myself wrong <laughs> you have an argument with yourself I think that's, in your own podcast yeah i think that's a pretty i think that's a pretty open mindset where yeah listen maybe what i said at the start if i could go back and change it maybe it's a two three step process where listen doing things does give us confidence mm. um you know play, playing a game of pool you pot one ball it gives you confidence pot two balls gives you confidence pot three or four and it gives you confidence so you can't say that doing things doesn't give us confidence but it just sounds funny that if you can put seven balls in a row and have confidence, but miss two or three, and then the confidence just completely goes, mm-hmm. then surely that's not the answer. How there's got to be a middle ground of doing things gives us confidence, but also how can we focus more on the process so when we do fail, that it doesn't knock us too far backwards. So maybe doing builds the confidence up, but when we when we don't do, what can we then put in place to keep that confidence high? I think that's the answer. I'm <laughs> really untangling myself there. I think mm. doing does give everyone confidence. Of course it does. And if I said that at the start, that t- Luke that started talking 20 minutes ago doesn't know what he's talking about. But yeah, maybe there's a fine balance between, listen, doing things give you confidence, but when we don't do, where's the balance? Because if we don't do it and it, and it drops our confidence, then that's, we're just going to be constantly up and down. So you've got to find a way to 
to level that drop when we when when things don't come off and how have i done that well maybe by focusing on intentions okay what was the intention was the intention correct great if my intentions were correct now i'm now i'm just blaming the execution i can work on that but the intentions were good so i'm happy there and if my and then i'll be like right all i've just done something good all my confidence is even higher now okay i've made another mistake was the intentions correct so i think that's the process that i have in place when things i build confidence by doing things and then when things don't come off i'm like what are the intentions and that's for me keeps me more consistent mm. and i am now out of my web <laughs> and i'm free <laughs> yeah, i think confidence i don't know people have, I love, yeah i love to hear people actually enjoyed that or they just think like i am i'm loopy as anything i'm just counting myself and what oh, it's a great discussion that's why when he asked that question i was like wow what a question that is i'm gonna have to go through that i i, I think it does i think it has everything to do with performance and confidence comes from giving yourself evidence so i think you have to give yourself evidence and then that creates a belief system but as you said it's really hard because if you make a couple of mistakes confidence can go it's a belief system and then what happens is self-talk you get negative self-talk so before and you're like oh, i can do this you start creating positive self-talk i can do this i've got this I've, I reckon I can do this. Like, I'm, and then suddenly you make a couple of mistakes. It's like maybe you're not as good as you think you are. Ooh, that that wasn't good. Hey, let's make. We're, I reckon we're going to make an audio book on confidence now. I'm going to go around and ask players what makes you confident. How do you deal with it without? Let's make an audio book. I'm going to set. I'm putting out there to the end. We're going to make an audio book. I'm going to do that by the end. Hold you accountable to that. So will people on the pod listen? Quite <laughs> right. So that is that is the end. So. The answer to that question. No one knows. <laughs> <laughs> Is confidence the most important component to performance? Yes. <laughs> but how that how you deal with that confidence is a whole new ball game. Yeah, really and, good. Yeah. So I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. Great as I said, great question. Great question to discuss. We can discuss that maybe on the in the game academy. Let's go. Let's go. Right. If you enjoyed the podcast, you know what to do. Five star review, subscribe, share it, tag us on Instagram, and we'll see you on the next episode. Shalaters. Thanks for listening to the Inner Game Academy podcast. Please do us a massive favor and give us a five star review on Apple or Spotify. Tag us in your stories. We'll share it. Subscribe because it helps us spread awareness of the show. Thanks very much for your help, and we'll see you on the next episode.